0: Good afternoon. <laughs> Where I am is actually evening, but for some reason it feels like I've been in the afternoon all day. So here we are again. This is Wow, what a show. I am the host, Phyllis Ledbetter, and I welcome you to our podcast, our outreach, our live cast. And um, I welcome you in the name of Jesus Christ, we are in a series titled Apples of Gold. Apples of Gold. How could I, uh, that momentarily go, you know, sometimes I run so much that I, um, I, I really am out of order and I'm asking the Lord to fix it. But we are in this session and it is titled Apples of Gold. And these apples of gold are readings from the book of Proverbs. It has been wonderful. Today, we're in chapter 29, which means that we are moving on towards home. We have actually one more, two more days, but um, only two more days of full-time reading. Fresh and Spaces, you are a delight. I just thank God for you. And if you want to come in and be my co-host, <clears throat> that would be so lovely. I wouldn't mind at all. Here we are again. We're in... Um, in Proverbs chapter 29. And we're gonna read straight through this evening. And uh, then if it's just the two of us, we'll be on our way. The Lord knows what He's doing. He knows with whom He is doing it. and He knows why he's, you know, He knows the ins and out of it all. He is the author and finisher of our faith. And we bless Him and thank Him for that. So I'm gonna read straight through. And then I want you guys, if you will, have any um, particular ones that hit your ear, or if you want to make a comment on any one of these, please do. Here we go. Uh, Proverbs 29 verse 1. He that being often reproved hardeneth his neck shall suddenly be destroyed, and that without remedy. Two, when the righteous increase, the people rejoice. But when a wicked man beareth rule, the people sigh. Verse 3, whosoever loveth wisdom rejoices his father, but he that keepeth company with harlots waste his substance. Verse 4, the king by justice establishes the land, but he that exacteth gifts overthroweth it. Verse 5, a man that flattereth his neighbor spreadeth a net for his steps. Verse six, in the transgression of an evil man, there is a snare, but the righteous doth sing and rejoice. Verse seven, the righteous taketh knowledge of the cause of the poor. The wicked hath not understanding to know it. Verse eight, scoffers set a city aflame, but wise men turn away wrath. Verse nine, If a wise man hath a controversy with a foolish man, whether he be angry or laugh, there will be no rest. Verse 10, the bloodthirsty hate him that is perfect. And as for the upright, they seek his life. Verse 11, a fool uttereth all his anger, but a wise man keepeth it back and stilleth it. Verse 12, If a ruler hearkeneth to falsehood, all his servants are wicked. Verse 13, the poor man and the oppressor meet together. Jehovah lighteneth the eyes of them both. Verse 14, the king that faithfully judges the poor, his throne shall be established forever. 15, the rod and reproof give wisdom but a child left to himself causes shame to his mother. Verse 16, when the wicked are increased, transgression increaseth. but the righteous shall look upon their fall. Verse 17, correct thy son and he will give thee rest. Yea, he will give delight unto thy soul. Verse 18, where there is no vision, the people cast off restraint but he that keepeth the law, happy is he. Verse 19, a servant will not be corrected by words, for though he understand, he will not give heed. Verse 20, seest thou a man that is hasty in his words? There is more hope of a fool than of him. Verse 21, he that delicately bringeth up a servant from a child, shall have him befo- become a son at the last. Verse 22, an angry man stareth up strife, strife and a wrathful man aboundeth in transgression. Verse 23, a man's pride shall bring him low, but he that is of a lowly spirit shall obtain honor. And verse 24, whoso is partnered with a thief hateth his own soul and he heareth the adoration, and uttereth nothing. Verse 25, the fear of a man bringeth a snare, but whoso putteth his trust in Jehovah shall be safe. And verse 26, many seek the ruler's favor, but a man's judgment cometh from Jehovah. Verse 27, an unjust man is an abomination to the righteous, but he that is upright, in the way is an abomination to the wicked. Praise the Lord! We have now completed the reading of chapter twenty-seven. Well, God is good. <clears throat> so, um, if you have something to say, that would be good. Freshen says good elaboration and explanation this morning any follow-up is good Well, you know it's a funny thing i'm going to go to um i think it was verse six um but you know what this is the this is the amazing and wonderful part right the the chapter ends with this statement this statement yeah verse 6 chapter 29 right Am I, did I read the wrong chapter? Yeah, I did. I read the right chapter. An unjust man is an abomination to the righteous, but he that is upright in the way is an abomination to the wicked. I think that there is something in that that just bears uh, pondering, right? We know that sin is abomination to the Lord, you know, sir he talks about it that way. And I didn't look up the word abomination cause I didn't know it was gonna hit my head like that. But to something to be abominable is to be detestable. It is um, not a good thing at all. It's something that the Lord really does not look kindly upon and yet here for the first time that i have ever seen in the word i never paid attention to it before that even to an unjust man a thing uh the uh the righteous are an abomination but to the upright in his way the wicked are an abomination it is not a good thing it's 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 um it's something that the lord himself does not sanction or accept I would say it that way, and so we really need to uh take take heed how this chapter ends and how it begins right so now just consider the upright in the way is an abomination to the wicked that contrast that is given here the abomination of the righteous being a um uh being um the wicked and the abomination to the wicked being the righteous, right? So it puts them in sort of a, a um, what is the word, a, a, a position of um, opposition and a position of tension. There is nothing there that has fellowship. One does not fellowship with the other and throughout this chapter it seems that we have been Saying that kind of well, not, not we, but uh, the, the wisdom that is spoken here has really been saying that, for example, verse one reads again He that being often reproved hardeneth his neck and shall suddenly be destroyed, and that without remedy. You can't reprove, him. remember, the wicked and abomination. Uh, to the righteous, but the righteous an abomination to the wicked. And how many times have we, in the reading of proverbs, heard this? If you you know, reprove a scoffer, he'll hate you. That's a big leap, right, from somebody telling you uh, that you are in in error uh, to be hated for that. So, freshen says, as Bronte says, "Cast off character of righteous is hated by the wicked." Cast of character yeah um so I don't kind of get that uh, fresh and uh, explain it a little bit more uh to me Emily Bronte I think is who she or Charlotte Bronte one of them she's quoting there and I'm not sure one cast of carrot one's cast of character I see um, of righteousness hated by the wicked indeed uh, and it and it's an odd thing right that a man's heart would be so dark that he uh that he would take immediate hatred to someone who by their words are trying actually to save them from uh, their own character. (laughs) No one wants to be told about their ill doings. They used to call them Old oh, goody two shoes. You're right. You're absolutely right. I'm glad you brought that up. Because um, when you're when you're when you are not participating in the affairs of the wicked and going with them, hasting to do their their things that they're doing, they will. They'll actually pick at you, call you old goody two shoes. You think you're better than everybody else. When I was in high school, right, this, these girls would sit around and talk about other people. They would just be chatting and talking about the people. And I would never have anything to say, you know, because I just didn't I didn't know the people like that, the other other students. And I didn't think about them, what they were thinking. And one day the girl said to me as I'm sitting there listening to them talk, she said, Phyllis better you don't never talk about nobody. Oh, in the roughest voice I had ever heard. And I said, oh, I was shocked. <laughs> I said, I don't have anything to say. But there it is. You will certainly get you will get a rise out of them for sure. There will be a reaction, the righteous to the wicked, and the wicked to the righteous also an abomination. And Lot, who chose to stay um, by the, you know, the, the I guess the proximity of Sodom and Gomorrah. It is written in the New Testament that he was vexed by all that sin they vexed righteous lots in their doings. Yeah, there is no fellowship there. And that's what the Lord says, that the righteous cannot un- fellowship with unrighteousness. There is no fellowship. And so if we try to hold that fellowship together. One of you are going in the other direction, and most often it is the righteous going in the direction of the unrighteous. Thank God for Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit who absolutely absolutely rescues us from the lure and the pull of Satan himself operating in wicked people. It's an amazing thing. It's an amazing thing. And this morning we talked about... Uh, Uh, The hardening of Pharaoh's heart had everything to do with Pharaoh. God just let it happen. He didn't touch him and change him because Pharaoh, if we probably knew his story before we get to Moses, was probably already a hard-hearted Pharaoh. Just think of it. Somebody with all that power. Do you think somebody's just going to come up and tell him what to do? I'm sure he was not down for that at all. He was not in agreement with it. He did not uh, take kindly to Moses coming, telling him that God said, let my people go. By the way, his God was not the God of Israel. And he was the one responsible for Israel's present condition, their enslavement. So you're gonna tell me to let him go? I don't think so, right? It just makes perfect sense. I have no issue with it at all. And I was reading verse six here. It says, "In the transgression of an evil man there is a snare, but the righteous doth sing and rejoice." It's not that one. Ah, uh, it's not that one. The righteous take it knowledge of to the cause of the poor that we I'm sorry, guys. I was reading one of these, and and and, and it just came to I me. Mean, I should have written it down the bloodthirst to hate him. That is perfect. And as for the upright, they seek his life. that's another. This is this is enmity against righteousness. And I think when a person's heart gets this hard, they, are, you know, we'd be hard pressed to say they would ever be saved. We all always have to ask the Lord for their mercy, but believing that they would be uh, free from that hardened heart, you know, only God can do that. But, you know, only God can do that. And even though we may not have a fellowship with him, I would say never cease to pray for them because prayer changes us. And prayer moves the heart of God in ways that we cannot understand. And he has told us in his word to do good to them who despitefully use you, pray for your enemies. Pray for your enemies. He didn't say, I have fellowship with him. Now he said, pray for them. And that's what we want to do. Um, uh, there's one of these there's some a ruler. I'm going to see if I can find it as we're talking. Meanwhile, no one, okay, nobody has any comment. Any one of these proverbs make any difference to anyone, anybody at all? While I'm trying to find this one, oh, my goodness, I don't know where it was. I don't see it. Well, I don't know which one it was. I guess that was for me to um, so save and become a sin and a powerful man, abundant. Anyway, the, it, it was different than what I read this, this morning. And uh, oh, the word says that every man has been given the, the measure of faith, knowing what is right from wrong and acting in the written prescription for healthy living is a choice. Wickedness and selfishness can lead us down paths we may uh, live to regret. <clears throat> that is so true. And I think the reason that the the fall of a wicked man is so hard is because he did choose it and set before every person. Just like Joshua said, this day I set before you, life and death. Choose which one you want. And and um, before us all, <clears throat> I, I quote every time, almost every time, I didn't do it tonight, but when we come on the uh, line for the live show. Our Sometimes even for the episodes that, that, that are recorded, I say they have to declare the glory of God. The firmament shows is, you know, Psalm 19, and I urge people to read it because in there, it is written that the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord Lord is sure, making wise the simple, right? If I If I didn't flip that up. And so everywhere, every day, all the time, there is the law of the Lord displayed in the very fact that you slept and arose the next morning, and then you are able to see with your own natural eye the glory of God in the creation. You can see it in yourself if you take time to look and you will know that there is more than you or others like you in the world. Verse five and 11 are very helpful too. Let's see, verse five and verse 11. Verse five, I'm going back to them. Verse five says, "Um, a man that flattereth his neighbor spreadeth a net for his steps. Yeah, we talked about that. I don't know if you're saying they go together or if they're just helpful. And in what way would you say they're helpful? Let's look at verse 11. A fool uttereth his anger, but a wise man keepeth it back. Yeah, this morning, you know, I I really like verse 11. Those of us who can refrain from... uh, just, you know, just being uh, 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 what people say you regurgitating <laughs> from the mouth, right? Just spilling out everything that you think all the time, or oh, we think I should put myself in there because I've been one who didn't take time to think. If I was angry, I would just say so, right? But now I, I, I really do contemplate it and a lot of times it is definitely. Uh, for my own good that I did because things that seem so wrong at a time after you think about it they actually not near you know they might be wrong but they're not cause for anger and uh that is a good thing verse 5 let's see uh again I read it <clears throat> yeah flattery we talked about flattery and how unfruitful it is because if you take flattery seriously You're apt to then go and be, uh, well, I won't say that, but you're apt to be lifted up in pride. And we know that pride goes before a fall. Yeah. So these are the proverbs of Solomon. And we have uh, touched on most, most of these points have been made. And sometimes the sandwiching of the first and the last verse make, it really a good look at the ones that come in the middle all of them lead from the first one and and they end in the they lead from the first one to the last one is what i'm saying so just let's read the first and the last ones again now the first uh, one says he that being often reproved hardens his neck." He shall suddenly be destroyed and that without remedy. And then everything in the middle takes us all the way to the final saying. Remember, shall suddenly come to our destruction and that without remedy. And the last one says, an unjust man is an abomination to the righteous. And the upright in the way is an abomination to the wicked. Verse 18 is good. It seems that those who choose wickedness and fulfill the, lo- the list of the flesh seem to be short-sighted, only concerned for today, and not looking to, to beyond the moment. <clears throat> that is very true. Verse 18. Verse 18. You know, can we surmise really though that that's where we go? There is no vision the people cast off restraint, <clears throat> but he that keepeth the law he's happier yeah the, and that the thing is um restraint you, you know we have an odd sense about we live in, okay in this present generation, it wasn't always that way from the for the duration of my life I have not lived under or oh, in a climate where everything is all right. You know. But when I was in college, I guess, or maybe, maybe it was before I got to college, but nonetheless, there was this book that, that read, I'm okay, you're okay. And even though <clears throat> that title would imply that all people are equally created, there's something very, what? I don't know, it sounds righteous, but when I'm okay, you're okay. Means that I don't need to make real changes so that my character is um, improved. Then something about that is really wrong. We are, we are all equally made. We are all um, <clears throat> to to be considered. In, in the fact that God has loved the whole world. We are never to mistreat one another because of the things that nobody can change, that is your ethnicity, or even really and truly you cannot can't prejudge a man because of the processes of his mind. God gave us all a different way of perceiving things. But we have to all recognize that in that state of lostness, those gifts are now perverse and perverse in the way that Anna explained. It is an up in opposition to God's righteousness. So we have to uh, allow ourselves to be submitted to that which is higher than ourselves and be transformed because from our birth, we are born in sin and it is in the upbringing of every man in Christ submitted to his way and being transformed by his word that the perversion turns into a a fellowship and obedience to God and we get better. (laughs) We, We are changed, we are not the same old people we once were. So that kind of ends it in Proverbs 29 for me. And I'm really uh, thankful that the Lord allowed us to come and just read it. You know, just reading it is good. And it is a Friday night. And I'm sure that our, um, you know, the, the uh, um, what, what do we call it? The uh, participation here will pick up if we stay longer. But we're not going to stay longer. We're going to all go and have a really great time. And I'm going to remind us, you know, that we have one more day of reading 9 a.m. and 8.30 p.m. Then Sunday we will read at 2. On Monday night, Pastor John Thomas begins a new series. Not that he's going to keep the old one. I think he's going to stay on the Wednesday night. But Monday night he is going to add um, for us living single with God and I think it would be a very interesting uh, uh, gathering and time because again, we're living in a season of promiscuity and you know uh, people living together and not regarding the commitment of marriage as we ought to and everybody wanting to be with someone sometimes people don't even want to be married they just want to be in in that you know in intimate relationships and live and keep going merrily along. So we'll come together and see what <clears throat> what shall be on the Monday night. I'm looking forward to it I really am. So um, rest here but looking forward to meeting for the last chapters. (laughs) Wow, what a show. What does rest here mean? Rest here? But looking forward to the last chapters, I get that part, wow, what a show. (laughs) I love you all's commitment. I thank you so much for being a part of it. Going to rest here right? Okay. I still kind of don't get it, but that's okay. Because you know what? We've had the end of a very, very beautiful day. The Lord has uh, walked us through it. And no matter what happened in this day, we walked to the end of it. Thank you, Jesus. Many things happen. I ask for prayer for my friend who is in a, um, if you would, um, she had an operation on her leg. And she was, you know, the leg hurts, of course, and she has to get over the swelling and do therapy and that sort of thing. But today I saw her and she was really in a bad way. I do not know what happened. I didn't see her yesterday, but I saw her the day before. And something has gone wrong. Um, She is, um, she thinks that they over-medicated her. If we will pray and ask the Lord to deliver her, out of the hands of the enemy because who in the world would not make um, you know, second glances at these charts anyway keep her on your mind and by the grace of God we have dined at God's table every day he gives us sufficient and I am so grateful thanks for your comment, commitment yes I will pray, thank you thank you for your commitment I thank the Lord for it and I'm looking forward to going back through Uh, every one of the readings and uploading them. I think this has been quite a tremendous uh, journey through the Book of Proverbs. Good evening and good rest, good show. Blessings to all. God be with you, your friend. Healing and restoration. Thank you very much, you guys. Run, jump on your bed, do something wonderful. And thank God for all that he has given us as we have had this journey through Have a good night. See you next time. Praise the Lord.